Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast that you didn't know you needed. I'm looking at my boy Josh here, and I say, Josh, worlds collide and hearts will be broken. Over and over, it's the same every day. How can I say what has never concerned me? The secret of my success is I'm living 25 hours a day. Say hello, Josh. I hope that never leaves the set list. <laughs> Um, welcome everyone to your weekly episode of Stupid. Thank you for uh, joining us. What's yeah, everybody? Was, uh, what's everybody I, doing out there? I wonder, like, you know, the three people that listen. I wonder, like, what they're doing is like. I know, yeah. like, Mark's probably ironing, and you know, <laughs> or Shapen Shapen's probably, you know, sitting there pissed off that the Steelers renamed their stadium and. I'm I sure. wanted to chime in on that Steelers name in the field, but I was like, I can't say anything because he's going to come back with some smart Bengal comment and I can't uh, refute it. So <laughs> who cares? And then, uh, you know, I'm sure we're being used as torture devices for someone like, you know, Hey, go clean the yard or, uh, you're or you got to watch the fans all, all, all the episodes. But anyways, if you are out there watching, listening, doing whatever, we thank you. I will raise a toast. Uh, look at that. I'm drinking the good stuff tonight. Milwaukee's Me too. Uh, best light. I have little mini Coke Zeros. Um, Pinky out when in doubt. Milwaukee's best light. I remember back in the 90s when I first was able to start buying beer, you could get a six pack of that for $1.99. Um, wow. 33. It's actually, you know what doesn't change, you know, like really think if you think about like inflation and costs and stuff there's one thing that really there's two things three things <laughs> one that like is two liters two liters are pretty much about the same price yeah as they were 20 years ago not a big yeah. jump in difference hot wheel cars now they've they're not all <laughs> metal anymore but hey they've kept them at a buck and now you can pretty much still sometimes get, even though they're 16 ounces, which is more, you can still get a six pack of uh, Milwaukee's Best Light sometimes on sale for just a little bit over a couple bucks. So now, uh, those uh, three yes. things, those three things. Josh, being someone who's not partaked in the, uh, the, the Milwaukee's Best, is it truly Milwaukee's Best, do you think? Is well, it best offering? I would say no, because it doesn't have a blue ribbon on it. Um, <laughs> you know. Is it's PBR a, out of Milwaukee? It used to be. Or uh, Milwaukee as Alice uh, Milo, would say. Well, as you know, the uh, the, the Indians. Indians. Yeah. Um, so yes, past blue ribbon used to be brewed in Milwaukee. It is no longer. I think it's brewed out in Seattle. There you go. So uh, yeah, I don't think it's been brewed there for God thirty years. Well, a little bit, a little bit less, twenty five years, something like that. Yeah. So just uh, always, always curious if it was truly Milwaukee's best, or if that was a little bit misleading in the advertising. Well, you know, it's all a matter of opinion. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and it's it's not the cheap like like I've always considered Bush Light wino beer. Like all the alcoholics <laughs> love Bush Light. I don't know what it is, but uh, um, anyways, we're here to talk yeah. Night Ranger. Our previous episode. Uh, the interview with John Nyman from YNT, where he shared some stories about the Bay Area, um, Rubicon, 
just a, gr- a good story. Uh, just a uh, part one. Uh, if you haven't yet, go back, listen to it. Everybody that has listened to it is enjoying it. Uh, so many great stories. Just, I don't like the one where like how his family came to the United States. Well, his dad's on a, what do you say? I can't remember now. It was like the Finnish Navy or something. Anyways, the boat gets sunk. They go to, you know, they, they get transported to New York and he moves and, you know, he tells his family, Hey, come over here. Let's go to America. And then he eventually, you know, they go out to California so John Nyman's here because, you know, his grandfather on a boat, you know, it got sunk in uh, what, World War II or something like that. Isn't so, that crazy? Just great stories. Part two, which will be released next week, is even better. Um, we get into, uh, he's got a great story about being on the cruise with Night Ranger and there's some other stuff. So just tune in. YNT is a great freaking band along with Night Ranger. Uh, both of them even in what their fourth decades now yeah. you know night ranger just entered their fourth and yt is about 45 46 somewhere in there um they're both playing at the top of their game so uh check out the john nyman interview from yeah. last week in part two this coming week um so we'll just keep tracking right along uh let's talk about some night ranger tour dates uh what they got coming up finally this weekend they got a couple dates in california there's been a lot of people i was like are they playing the midwest yeah uh, wisconsin um <laughs> so this weekend july 16th they're in turlock california they think it's called the county is like stanislaw or something like that county yeah Fair. yeah and uh, July 17th, they're in Sacramento, hometown of Jeff Watson, if I remember correctly. Um, you think he'll be there? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> so I'd, it'd be nice, you know. How but, cool would that be? Yeah, but, you know, I tell people, uh, hey, uh, you know that X that's in yeah. your past? Uh, no, do you want to Do you want to go, like, you know, meet up no. with her and share good no. times? No. Uh, so no. there you go. So a couple California dates coming up, and then the following weekend, fans of motion will be in motion. Uh, they are playing Minot at like the North Dakota County or North Dakota, I guess maybe fair state yeah. fair, or I don't know what the fuck it is, but they're opening for Kid Rock. So Minot, why not Minot? Uh, out in the middle of nowhere, Air Force Base is there, and then they're tracking all through the night. And the next day, Saturday, they're playing Rock the Block in Wilmington, Ohio. Yes. Where the three of us will be reunited and there will be other um, fans and motions there. Uh, Rock the Block, two weekend, two night of, or actually maybe three night. They might be doing something Thursday. But Friday is Striper. Saturday is Night Ranger. And then all through the day outside, they have live shows. Um, they have like three bands before outside. Then inside the theater is night ranger and then after the show is a is a concert outside and saturday night after night ranger is mr speed one of the best kiss tribute bands oh whoa um out there so i didn't uh, know that well, well you know what you need to listen to this podcast you'll learn shit like that i'm i'm learning it right now by the way 
mention our boy Brent couldn't be here tonight, so you just that's why you got me and Josh. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Didn't even notice. you just glaze over that absence, don't you? Didn't even notice. He uh, just was unavailable tonight. It wasn't there's nothing wrong with my him. goal is this well, to be a solo podcast <laughs> where I just talk, slowly knock and talk night ranger to myself. Um, we have a new show announcement. Did you pay attention to the night ranger socials? Which, uh, you did not. Well, I'm thinking of the Kentucky show. Is that the new one? Negative. Uh, the new show announced December 30th. Oh, yes. Las Vegas at the Golden Nugget, which I really want to go. I, I like Vegas. I haven't gone in. We got to work that out, Josh. 12 years. But um, I bet I can talk my better half into Golden I like Old Downtown. Now, maybe yeah. it's changed. I, I, there's been a lot of shootings Old Downtown. But, yeah. uh, but uh yeah when i was going you know decade ago uh, you know i stopped staying on the strip and started staying in old downtown just because it was to me it was a little bit more vegas you know it was more gambling and seedy and stuff like that than the strip yeah um but uh so golden nugget uh should be a good time you can stay at the four queens or the plaza plaza's redoing a lot of stuff so uh Anyways, December 30th, there is a New Year's Eve show. Um, I, it's not announced. I will just tell you that there is one um, as of now. So, uh, you know, so there will be a show the next night. Um, I just, it's, that's it. So if, if you want to travel and go see Night Ranger on New Year's Eve, they will be playing. Somewhere. Uh, somewhere uh all right so what else we got so night ranger news last weekend july 4th weekend um july 3rd they played in coralville iowa and then over well i guess that had been two weekends ago this last weekend they did a rare three rows in a show which they usually don't do but they've got some of these coming up um yeah <clears throat> they played minnesota iowa and the gathering on the green in Wisconsin. Um, one thing they've been doing, which is we've talked about previous, uh, but th- now it's stuck, is they're opening the show with You Can Still yeah. Rock in America. Um, the only thing is they, 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 so they've taken out like somewhere, some way or whatever. Yeah. And moved Rock in America in this place, but they haven't added anything. So we're losing a song. Yeah, um, you know, someone needs to get a hold of those guys and let them know. If only we knew somebody that could bend yeah. their ear a little bit. Um, so yeah, so Rock in America is opening. I like that. I mean, um, yeah, I don't mind it. I actually watched uh, the, the video that someone posted, and I was like, I don't hate that they open with it. I mean, I love that it's the closer, but that's such a in your face song i mean that wakes you right up well i think that haven't they been closing with don't tell me you love me so usually it was they would close the main set with you could still rock in america yeah right then they would do the encore and it would be sister christian and don't tell me you love me well they've stopped really like going off stage and coming back out and they've been playing a straight show and so i think like really they that's one of the reasons why they can take you can still rock in america and put it elsewhere i mean yeah um you know i 
I don't think you could take don't, you could close it with "Don't Tell Me" or with "You Can Still Rock in America," but I don't know if you really can open with "Don't Tell Me You Love Me." I mean, I guess you could, but it just doesn't seem as no, that don't seem right. Right as "You Can Still Rock in America," but uh, uh, yeah, I guess if you really want to throw them for a loop, you know, open up with "High Enough" or something. Um, <laughs> so there's the last couple weeks uh previous and a couple weeks coming up so busy schedule in the uh, night ranger world now right. also we talked about the some the danny repepi memorial show which is going to be with the contemporary youth orchestra in cleveland i think september 10th whatever that week that wednesday is so either september 9th or 10th anyways tickets were originally going to be on sale in early july those are going on sale, I'm pretty sure, at the end of August. So more details will yeah. come out from that. But uh, um, so the tickets going on sale have been a little. Um, and, and the show's in November, right? right? November, like I, did I say September? Yeah. Well, September. You said September, but yeah. September was last year. So November, right. like 9th or 10th. Yeah, um, it's like a Wednesday, right? Yes, yeah, a Wednesday night. So uh, uh like I said, it's going to be a unique show. Night Ranger with the Contemporary Youth yeah. Orchestra um, should be very cool. We'll be up there. I need to start oh, planning yeah. like a Fans of Motion get together the night before so we can all be freaking bloody hungover the, <laughs> uh, the next day. Um, other thing in Night Ranger news is the 40 years of 40th anniversary of Brad touring with Ozzy is this year. Yes. And they i think it was guitar world released an article talking about that and they also found unreleased audio of a show from osaka japan oh. from that tour that hasn't been heard so it's i i've listened to a little bit it's really good quality what's good is you know the only really like commercial stuff that's out there is speak of the devil which is brad and Ozzy, yeah. but it's all Black Sabbath covers. This has him playing some of the Ozzy tunes. Yeah. Um, you know, the Ozzy solo stuff. So you get to hear Brad on that. Um, it'd be cool if they, you know, would ever get a commercial release. They got that. They got the King Biscuit Flower Hour, where um, which was a radio show, which they aired a, a thing with, uh, with Brad playing, I think they were in Tennessee or something like that. But uh, other than that, not much more on the Night Ranger news front. Uh, the Joel Hoekstra supergroup with all those other guys, iconic. Um, I think the vinyl sold out. I can't find the the yeah. vinyl anywhere. It's it's they didn't really offer it on sale on Amazon and on the Frontiers website. It is sold out. So. Uh, you if you're wanting a copy of that and you see it you better yeah. get it so uh anything else we can think of in the uh night ranger news world um, i don't think so i don't think so either so there you go um andy i see a drum kit behind you well oh yeah yes want me to play a little for you no the neighbors would love that ah eh, well you know uh, i'm finally getting the touch of madness studios set up a little bit what uh Copy, copyright andy parker uh i thought it was going to be the carry on like an ice machine studios 
So uh, what new stuff do you got? You got anything new there, Andrew? Parker? I actually, Josh, now, you know, as everybody knows, the, the four or five people that watch the show know I, I rarely bring anything to the show, whether it's conversation, especially product. I rarely bring anything. But while moving stuff around and setting all this up, I stumbled upon something. I didn't, I didn't know I had it. So I'm going to present it. I'm going to show it to Josh here. I have not seen this since I, I apparently bought it somewhere. That is a, can you see it? Yeah, it's a 12 inch uh, single. I Rumors in the air. Oh, there you go. Uh, that would it's have the same been... thing on both sides. Yep. I don't even know if it's an edit either. Um, I think they're the same. Yeah, I think it's the same song. It doesn't say yeah. anything. Uh, look at that, the time on it. it some says. of some of the those 12 inch singles will have a radio edit. So, like yeah, Sister Christian's say. got 30 seconds trimmed off. And four in the morning's got. Oh, it is. It, there is an edit. All right. So on this side, it's 354, three minutes, 54 seconds. This side, it's four minutes and 31 seconds. That'd be interesting. I have to get the uh, old turntable hooked up down here so we can. I, uh, do you have that one? This? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I I was moving stuff around. I'm like, what in the hell is this? I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't know I had this. I, I'm, yeah. I'm a horrible person. So that's the only uh, single, how it was released in the States. It was released. Um, as a 45 single in Japan with a cover, yeah, um, with a picture cover, but that's the only it was never released as a 45 in the states, it was released as a 12 inch um single. And it's been rumored that rumored in the air, uh, yeah. that originally when they were putting that song together, Kelly was singing that. Um, and I would love to hear that. I don't know if they ever recorded it, but I can't remember even where it came from. If you I need read it. You need to have them let us go through their archives. Like they got to have some tapes somewhere. Just I'll, I'll, we'll come out. Just leave us alone. I've had conversations. We've talked about it before. Um, I rumored to exist. Jack Blade singing "Sentimental Street." Um, yeah. So uh, there you go. Uh, all right, so 12-inch rumors That's in the air. what I've got. You we, got anything new, Josh? We did an episode. I don't think you were on that episode. I think it was me and Brent, but we did an episode where we went through all the 12-inch singles yeah. uh, that Night Ranger has. So if you're into vinyl collecting and you want to go down another you know, rabbit hole, go find that episode. So some of the stuff I've shown on previous episodes um, – I think in the past, a couple things maybe. This I know I have, but I just saw it laying there. It's like I'll show it again. So this is Krang. Yeah. July 22nd, 1989. And if you look, Night Rangers mentioned, right? Or 1988. No, July 22nd, 1989. I apologize. So Night Rangers listed there. And this is a very sad issue. Because let me find it right here. Fall of the night. This so uh, far is the best first-hand account in which not really it's not a true first-hand account because um it is, I mean it is a first-hand account because it's from Jeff Watson, but it is from the time period. So it's different hearing them talk 30 years later about the breakup of Night Ranger. Memories get a little skewed and stuff like yeah. that, right? This is right when it's happening. So 
firsthand account from the time period um, about Night Ranger breaking up and uh, and talks about them re- the record company releasing greatest hits even though Night Ranger um, blah 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 MCA re- has released this record without our permission I don't even know what's on it because we weren't asked to compile it or anything it's really a bit of a joke is this a joke um, <laughs> so this is again um, uh, this is Jeff Watson. Uh, we had to split up. We were tired of being with a company who simply wanted us to deliver ballads or wimpy songs all the time. They didn't want us to rock. You can't just you you just can't keep going faced with that kind of attitude. There really wasn't much point in continuing any longer. Eventually, we made the decision to move on after Man in Motion was released. A record the label even refused to release at one point, which we've talked about that they submitted it with nine tracks. Yep. So it was the Man in Motion record without Restless Kind and without I Did It For Love. They wanted a ballad. Jack and Kelly went and wrote Restless Kind, recorded it, submitted it. They said that wasn't good enough. And then they got Russ Ballard's yep. song, I Did It For Love. Therefore, you went from nine to 11 tracks. I would, If you were at the show, I'd like to hear from you. We played our last show at an Air Force base in Colorado. It was a really big show that was open to the public. We knew it would be our last gig. We pulled out all the stops that night, but then we did every night. We loved being on stage. That was where we came into our own. Nobody could push us around up there. Um, He talks about having a project with a few people that you might know David Sykes on bass. You know, he was in Boston. Um, Jesse Bradman on vocals. Uh, Uh, What's your former bandmates up to? Brad Gillis has something going on, happening, but there's no details to be had yet. But Jack Blades is working on an album with Ted Nugent, ex-Stix guitarist Tommy Shaw. That will be very interesting. Geffen looks most likely to snap them up. Um, which didn't happen. It was Warner Brothers. Uh, <clears throat> so the main thing is that even though Night Ranger is no more, each of us still intends to deliver. We'll all be back very soon. So the death yeah. of Night Ranger Ugh. covered there. Um, now, did you know about that article? Like, I mean, I'm sure you, how did you know which Kerrang to go for? Or did you have that? Some people will list this on like on auction sites yeah. with with Night Ranger on the cover. And so that's how I knew it existed. And I, I am not a big magazine collector. I never was. I've gotten more now from just buying some. And yeah. I, bought, I got a collection from someone not too long ago. But this was one of the ones I bought just because of the date, July 22nd, 1989, which back then magazines were sometimes about two months behind. So if this was right. July 22nd, 89, this could have been, you know, May 25th, you know. Uh, yeah. I know Metal Edge was always like that. So, um, but, it, you know, very could, you know, I don't know about Crank. So I just knew this date what were they talking about that was the end of night ranger you know 88 early 89 so i paid the money and got this and 
it's one of like i said one of the best articles out there if you're trying to just get a little bit of information on what happened to the band uh yeah especially at that moment you know it's there's conflicting stories i mean jack in his later years have said you know everybody's wanting to write songs and wants their name on there and yeah. you know drugs or other stuff involved and it just became something where he's like all right you guys want that i'm out and yeah. he you know quit so um and jack's those are jack's words in, in interviews you can find that jack quit and the then the other three guys just quit it too yeah um so you know but uh there you go the other thing i got i just got this i kind of like just if i can get them for real cheap i like buying from this time period so this is a ticket stub ted nugent bad company and night ranger concert at fort hood august 2nd 1996 wow um so i like it because this is right when they got back together yeah so and i've told the story you know previous but um they were playing with gary moon at, you know gary moon brad and kelly all the way up to like early april yeah and then by May, I think, um, they've got a deal to get the original Night Ranger guys together. And I think they're playing some dates in June. Uh, this is off my memory. If you go back, I probably got proof where I'm like, look, this yeah. is, you know, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. So it's just amazing how quick that went. Um now, if I remember correctly as well, Damn Yankees reconvened in 1995, and it just didn't quite work out. Tommy Shaw went back to <laughs> Tommy Shaw went to Sticks. Sticks was getting their big reunion back together, and which that tour happened in '96. Yeah, um, that first big reunion tour, and so. You know, Ted's obviously going to go solo back again. So Jack, what's his Jack got going on? All right. right well, I'll go back to Night Ranger. Michael Cardelloni actually went <clears throat> and uh, he went and was drumming for Ted. When I saw Ted in, I have to look, it was either 95 or 96. Michael Cardelloni was the drummer. Um, so I saw half of Dan Yankees. Um, interesting but uh i can't believe i don't remember <laughs> what year that was usually <clears throat> I, I remember that pretty well but um so they get back together and i've you know i've told the story so i'll tell it again so back then there's no internet how do you get tour dates and stuff like that uh you know really the radio um, and a couple, about a year or two later, I had all the phone numbers for all the venues, like in Cleveland and Cincinnati. So you could call them and they would have recordings. It'd be like updated June 29th, you know? Yeah. And so you knew, you know, if you just kept notes, okay. You knew right away, June 29th. Okay. I've already heard this one. And so you would just listen 
and here <laughs> that's how you would get like dates far away and stuff um but i wasn't doing that at the time uh right you know i just never thought of it so you gotta remember like 1995 i graduated you know i turned 18 um so in december of 95 you know kelly kagey gives me that all access pass and we follow him around a little bit and that spring of 96 you know again maybe late april may or something like that i called drive entertainment which was night rangers label i'm like i'm like hey i i want I, I want to know like who can I talk to about Night Ranger tour dates, and like they're thinking I want to meet the banners. So I'm like, no, I just want to you know yeah, give you guys give you guys my money. And finally, they gave me the the phone number to the road manager, and I just remember like he's like, "How'd you get my number?" My record label gave it. He's like, oh. "I'm like, dude, <laughs> I just want to know where the hell they're playing," and. I remember him saying like they had a couple Ohio dates. Maybe I talked to him twice. Again, this is almost 30 years ago, but what I do remember, I remember him telling me there's a couple dates. seems like there was like some Gary moon stuff. Maybe I called him back a couple months later, but this is the part I do remember is that he told me, he goes, we're going to be playing here, here, and here. He goes, don't tell anybody yet, (laughs) but we got the original band back together. So I was probably one of the first to know. Yeah. And so this was like, like I said, springish, so May. And the f- only date that was around us was in Owensboro, Kentucky, which was six hours away, which at the time I'd probably only on my own ever drove three hours away. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, drove three or drove six hours to Owensboro, Kentucky, which is not the like, there's not like a real good direct highway to it. No, it was not. in it was in a Marriott hotel that had a like a a little theater, like dining room theater. Yeah. That's where Night Ranger was playing. There was like a dance stage in front, and then you had like the half circle like dinner seats. So like me and my buddy sitting there with like this old couple that probably got tickets because they checked in. I mean, they were old. They were yeah. like now they well, they were old back then. Like they were probably like yeah. 70 which but and they looked it but uh um i got the tickets with our all access pass remember i told you like but they were like it was like mojo the mojo album cover so i'm getting my free tickets to night ranger with the mojo pass for the the, uh, reunion tour the one thing i do remember is i'm out front trying to explain to the lady i got an all-access pass give me a ticket and this is back when you know you don't have that much money and stuff and uh out the door come brad gillis and jeff watson now i met brad a couple times yeah but i never met jeff watson and i was like oh my god it's, you know and they were rushing to get somewhere but uh so yeah so then we're all everybody's sitting down at this little dinner theater was there a good crowd yeah yeah it was but it maybe sat maybe 200 yeah that's what i'm saying like i mean if how did they might know about it i mean it was a weird show someone on this page has been was at that show i remember talking yeah. to him i can't remember now 
but they were at the show and they were both they were like yes everything you remember is right weird <laughs> hotel ballroom so the show starts what uh, another thing i remember is lights go down right everybody's in their dinner seats and it's the beginning of mojo that modulated bass that you know yeah you know and then uh i'm like what the fuck You're maybe like, wait a minute <laughs> i'm like well maybe you know is it all the original member i mean i saw jeff watson but there it's the beginning of mojo yeah and uh and that's that was just like the opening you know thing and then they broke into whatever song they were playing and they played one or two songs and then they told everybody to get you know to come up front because it's them on this stage that is maybe i don't know two and a half feet high yeah and a, a dance floor for like ballroom dancing no one's up there everybody's in their dinner seats just watching night ranger and they're like they're like come up you know come up so i just remember yeah. i went and stood like in between jack and brian i was actually more in front of jack but that was my first time seeing the original band since i was eight years old yeah you know 1985 which is like a lifetime you know like i thought oh that's 10 that's 11 years ago that's like forever yeah. now it's like 11 years like yeah close my eyes and it's 11 years but uh so that's the night ranger reunion you know era that yeah. i like just just seeing yeah, the that's states, uh it's just it's kind of cool because you know ted nugent damn yankees uh bad company ted nugent jack blades had just done that big tour yeah. in 1990 and 1991 um th this is them just coming out of grunge and these bands finally just starting to be accepted again um really what got those wheels moving was that eagles reunion in 95 yeah and the kiss reunion in early 96 and that kind of got oh it's because before yeah, that this dude, is this is okay yeah now it, it took a while <clears throat> to trickle down to the 80s bands it's kind of like right. the 70s bands were cool. Um, it took a while for the 80s bands. And I can almost kind of like pinpoint it. So I saw Motley Crue in February of 1999. And they were playing a theater in Dayton, Ohio. I mean, really? a decent-sized theater, maybe 3,000, something like that, yeah. right? That summer, with the Scorpions, they were back playing like the eighteen thousand seat amphitheaters. Yeah. which I mean, it wasn't sold out, but you know, just from ninety, you know, ninety eight to ninety nine, it seemed to like okay, it's coming you know, back. Uh, because yeah. like ninety eight, I'm seeing Cinderella at the uh, Al Rosa Villa, you know, a rundown club. And then the next yeah. year, I'm seeing them on the Rock Never Stops tour, which is playing decent-sized places with a few bands. So um, there you go. Anyways. So your ticket stub there, just for clarification, that is the original lineup, Night Ranger. Correct. Opening for Bay Company and Ted, which predates you know the, the show I went to in Petaluma. Which was which early I, 97? Mar so? Like March 97, I believe. I'd have to. Yeah, so I have to what, pull the flyer out. But so yeah, what, like March. what you would have gotten that's cool is uh you would have gotten like probably to hear some Neverland stuff. Yeah, they opened with a couple of songs off Neverland. 
That's so cool. Yep. So it's just that weird little period where you know there's no internet. I mean, there was, but nothing major. There's no yeah, no, so- it was- no social media. So it's like their reunion in '96. There's so little of it out there. Yeah. You know, you get the next year '97 Neverland. You get you know that stuff. There's photos. There's CDs. There's actually some like camcorders stuff out there, but there's really nothing yeah. from. 96 like i said i have and i and i don't know what's happened to it i have almost a full 97 neverland tour shot on a video camera uh i can't find it to save my life i I was filming it all until jack told security to stop me and you see me run away (laughs) hold the camera so well, you need to find that. The other thing, I, dude. I, I mean, it's one of the big. I search and search, and I can't. I don't know what what happened to it. The other thing is, you'll see these on eBay. You can still get them 20, 30 bucks. Uh, this is the Japanese tour book, Japanese tour nineteen eighty six. I think there's two. I think there's one is just Japanese tour for Seven Wishes. It's almost the same, but then there's one I think for the next year that says eighty six. So there's one I think without. There's a Midnight Madness one and a Man in Motion one. But Seven Wishes, there's two. One just is like this without anything here. And then one states that it's from 1986. Okay. Um, but they're very well done. Uh, see if there's anything. At, you know, just all color photos. <clears throat> Love a tour book, man. They're, they're, they're just so cool. But uh, it's kind of a cool, <laughs> cool shot one of a stage. So you can see the full stage. Yeah. And then there's this one here. Brad. Someone threw a souvenir up to Brad. <laughs> Jeff wants some keyboards. That's right, somebody from the page back yeah. in the day. But uh, anyways, very well done. There's, like I said, three or four, or at least four of these um, Japanese uh, tour books. I got to find my uh, Midnight Madness one. I have that somewhere, that poster type thing. Yeah, the U.S. one is just kind of yeah. like, it's basically, poster. it's like a poster that's... Um, I have right. it. I bought it at the show. Then the other thing, since everybody likes vinyl, I think I've showed this before, but a lot of people don't know that there is a damn Yankees don't tread on vinyl. Nice. It is... Is it Korean? There, the first record you can get, there's the U.S. version. Um, there's a stock copy. Then there's promo copies. There's like right. record company copies. There's a German version, a Japanese version. But with this, there is only this copy, which is printed in Korea. Um, and if I remember correctly, there is a song missing. Um Dirty Dog is not on the record. They leave that off. So, 
uh, has a insert. So if you can get that probably for less than a hundred bucks and you don't have it, you might want to snag it because every place I see it now is triple digits. So there you go um, with all the uh, Night Ranger collectibles. Can I, uh, I tell you, I forgot to tell you this earlier. Uh, you'll find it funny. So I'm, you know, I'm working today and I'm talking to the guys I work with and I tell them, yeah, I so said I do this, uh, I co-host this Night Ranger podcast, right? And one of the guys looks at me and goes, you know, they're still touring, don't you? Like, they still play. I was like, do they? Like, shit, that's something we could talk about on our podcast. Are you, are you kidding me? I just like that. I'm like, what? Like, you think I don't know that? Well, it's, that's why, like, I tell people, it's like, oh, I wish they'd play something off Big Life. It's like, not a lot. Most people aren't like us. Yeah. I remember what I went and saw Kiss, you know, 2019 when the end of the road tour started and the people next to me, you know, this older couple when night rate or when Kiss hit the stage, they didn't know they were back in makeup. Oh, they're like, well, they're like they were in the old days. They're wearing uh -huh. their makeup again. And uh, yeah, so, you know, yeah. That might be a little extreme, but you know, most people, you know, that's crazy. They they <laughs> don't know who's in the band and yeah, you know, who sang water played. Water. I don't I don't understand these people. Well, um, speaking of our people, Josh, do you have any uh fans in motion people you uh, want to mention? Dennis Albright. I don't um he posted this uh, MTV interview from 1982. Yes, I watched some of that. I did not. Um, I mean, I watched like five seconds, but uh, uh, it looked pretty neat. I mean, they're, you know, young and yeah, it's probably one of the first things they did on MTV. I'd never seen it before. So if, if I remember correctly, and you can have you watch it and tell me, but in the beginning, they're talking about because this is the infancy of MTV. And Mark Goban's talking to them about MTV. And I think Brad says he doesn't even have MTV. Yes. Okay, I did see that. Where he's like, where uh, he's living, like in Alameda at the time. Yeah. He's like, we don't have it. But he's we're like, I can't even. We're, we're getting it. And then Jack's yeah. like, yeah, we got it. Um, so uh, very cool. Like I said, I've never seen it out there before. So uh, search our page if you want to see that. Tammy, I let's see here. Did I get all of her name? I did not. Tammy, I don't know if it's Joplin, uh, posted her some of her yeah. collection. So I think cool. this is from, I think I saw a comment, maybe it was from 2009 or something, but I was just seeing how much the set list had changed. Yeah. They opened with This Boy Needs to Rock. Great song. The uh, third song is from Hole in the Sun, You're Going to Hear From Me, Rumors in the Air, Call My Name, Secret of My Success, Sentimental Street, Eddie, Brad and Joel then do something, High Enough Goodbye, then Four in the Morning. When you close your eyes, coming of age, don't tell me you love me. I can't see the rest, but I would assume then Sister Christian and you can still rock in America. So the set list has changed and evolved a little bit. Unfortunately, Secret is still in there. Um, Mike Brown, hours a day. Yeah. Our competition, he interviewed Zach Throne, uh, bass player for Bruce Kulik and Ace Freely, and he shares a story about um, 
Night Ranger and Jack Blades. That's kind of cool. Um, it ties into uh, that early 90s song, How Do You Talk to an Angel? Yeah. From the TV show The Heights. How so uh, um, track that down. Amy Johnson from the Rock from the Heart Foundation um, and her husband Pete gave Ed Repepe one of those custom yeah, snare drums this has that. the seven wishes wrap around on it uh for an upcoming auction i don't know if it's for the Ed, danny repepe show or what but um you know keep an eye out for that and spend your money uh john nyman who we've had on the uh, show uh posted this photo with great white holding his new record which is phenomenal and I put on there, hey, this picture ties in two ways. One, John Nyman on our show. And two, uh, Jack Blades produced and co-wrote the Great White Album, Can't Get There From Here, which is, he co-wrote like six songs on that record. Really? It's a great record. Don Dawkin co-wrote a couple songs and sings on it. Uh, so if you have not tracked down Can't Get There From Here, really good record. Um uh, to me, it's it's probably one of their best. What else do we got? Mike Smith recorded uh, old uh, Eric Levy taking over the vocals <laughs> on Tommy Love, love me. me. Tom Shapin Chapin, an accidental find today, he says. That's his 12-inch single yeah. of uh, Wild and Innocent Youth uh, from the movie Out of Bounds. Yes. Uh, Dan Market and his wife Lisa went to two Night Ranger shows and uh, got all kinds of swag and everything. Uh, um, Rock in America being uh, the uh, first song played. He got the 40th anniversary uh, cozy there, Night Ranger cozy, cozy or whatever they are. Um, Lori Pierce out there pissing me off without her fans in motion. Look at that. She's got the Night Ranger and the Aces and L, but no fans of motion. Mark Greenaway sitting in. Uh, <laughs> Look at that old chap. In England there, uh, playing air his. Air guitar it out. Air guitar. Um, doop doop doop. See here. And Donna Gallucci uh, shared this uh, from seven years ago. Um, when she was at Night Ranger's show, but what I took out of it was they performed Don't Live Here Anymore from the High Road record. Yeah. So she shows her there holding Carrie Kelly's guitar. Yeah. What a but, great pick. Um, cool. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know if I knew they played that live. Uh, you know, hell, I could have probably been there and heard it. I, I, I don't recall it, but. Well, you don't even know who you've seen. So. Don't yeah. live here anymore from High Road was played. And last but not least, uh, Per Gustafson. Yeah, I was uh, asking if you brought that one up. Uh, he was uh, already more than a month since Night Ranger, long since Night Ranger's long awaited visit in my home country. It was such a blast. You could still rock in Sweden. And he posted some pictures from yes. Night, Ranger, Night Ranger at uh, Sweden Fest. So there you go. Uh, the latest in the world of Night Ranger. Um, oh, get, yeah. You got anything else there, Turbo? I do not. I, I've shared all my my stuff here. I don't, so I got, what do we got? So next week, we will be releasing 
the John Nyman episode, part, part two. two. The week after that, we will have been it in Wilmington. It may be dark. Well, no. We, well, might be Maybe darker, I'll go, we'll go live on Facebook. Uh, Facebook live from the show. Well, maybe, perhaps. But we will have been in Wilmington with Night Ranger. <coughs> so uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, if you're listening, thank you. Um, yeah. Hi. I'm not sure why. Uh, you must be a really dedicated Night Ranger <laughs> fan. Um, but uh, track us down on the Facebook machine. Click like, follow, all that good stuff. Um, you can now i am getting the website updated which means when the ups, website updates our episodes update on spotify apple right. music and all that shit so um getting there um that will all be updated so you can find us on all those podcasts spotify audio mac um stitcher um whatever iheart yeah apple podcast all of them if they don't have us then they're not worth going to um and we're on Instagram and Twitter. I highly suggest tracking us down there because um, especially on Twitter, because that's where a lot of times you'll get the news first. And we got and, a website, fansofmotion.com. Yeah. Well, you also do like exclusive stuff for like the Instagram and uh, sometimes like I might show. Um, if it's I just post, good to follow it all because you I never post, know if I post a live photo. I may, you know, post it in black and white or something on that page, or I may post a different photo on that. Um, yeah. Um, but Twitter is like, if you want like the, like some news and stuff, that's where I, I find stuff and I can just hit a button. I share it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the easiest. So um, there you go. Uh, yeah. Rock and roll. Hoochie coo. Yeah. Andrew, take us out. That's it. Once again, thanks, everybody. If you're still watching this, watching Josh drink Milwaukee's best, tilt one up yourself. Thank you for being part of the Fans in Motion family. We always ask everybody to tell one friend. Everybody tell one person. Let's build this page. Our numbers are climbing a little bit. I've seen that recently, Josh. So hopefully uh, we'll see some of you at some of these shows. Josh and I and Brent are going to make our rounds. So thanks again for uh, watching and listening. Rock and, and roll. This nation. Rock and roll. We will see you later. <laughs>